Not looking forward to this show at all. Nope. Nope. Usually usually I'm like, man, I'm super excited for what the future's <laughs> gonna hold for the podcast. And it's like I'm already defeated, man. Because oh, yeah. there's like I'm not gonna be able to say everything that I want to say because there's been uh, literally for the past I've had four to keep days, notes I've, like I've constantly had new things mm-hmm. pop into my head about it and mm-hmm. I cannot keep them all straight I'm gonna miss something yeah that I was gonna say I, I honestly like I didn't even really bother with odds and ends like I found one and there's been like other stuff but this is his just dominated yeah dominated have, everything it's like, whatever, I only have man. three I only have three. This has been like the entire news cycle has been this. So with good reason. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. a whole lot of evil, stupid shit, and I'm sure we're going to get into. But Oh, we are. <laughs> we absolutely are. I'm looking forward to it. Not really. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. I, I got to say, I'm not looking forward to this show at all. I mean, I'm glad we have something to talk about, but at the same time, like... This is not the thing. This is not the thing because I no, have. No, this is this is not the thing. I have nothing but negative things to say about this. Like nothing. Yeah, I have a lot of negative things. Like I feel <laughs> like we'll end up just like briefly saying like. Game Pass is going to be great. Other than that, yeah, this fucking sucks yeah. ass. <laughs> it's going to be. It's going to be like one little nugget of like. Okay, so here's the thing. The one thing that we're going to say nice stuff about, and uh, just so y'all know, it's going to be negativity from mm-hmm. there on out. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And like time to get your fix. It's a horrible gaming podcast. It's not good. It's not great. Horrible gaming podcast. It's not even what you would call fair. It's really not that good. Gaming Podcast. Hello, my name is Zachariah with Old Man Gaming. You have decided for whatever reason to tune into another horrible gaming podcast. I am not alone, nor am I ever alone. With me is... Uh, Neil, a.k.a. Uh, Tiny Wizard. <laughs> yeah, and well, we so got a... All the gusto. <laughs> we got a big show. Muster. We got a big show oh. and quite possibly a very, very depressing... Uh, long show, so just prepare for that. I, you, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, then you have not been following any sort of gaming news whatsoever in the last few days, but otherwise, you know, and it's going to be a shit show. But before we get into that, we got to thank the people who helped us do this. Number one, if you're watching this on YouTube, you're noticing behind the fancy timestamps, fancy graphics. Now, Quite a few of those are ripped from the internet like the dirty thief I am. But the ones that were custom made for us were made by Mr. Mark Bell. We thank him for that. The theme song for this show and all the shows here at Old Man Gaming are provided by my brother, the man who makes the music, Nick Van Sliders. We thank him for that. Horrible Gaming Podcast. Alright, that brings us to our first segment and our most important segment. That is... Fan Interaction. That's where we, the co-hosts, talk to you guys, the fans. We read all your comments in all the places we can find them, as long as we remember. Uh, definitely all the YouTube comments, but you can also contact us on Discord and all the other places that we say at the plugs at the end. We got a fair amount of comments this week. Uh, so we're going to start right off the bat with uh, Xylem66. 
Uh, I'm glad they released the systems when they did. I got my hands on an Xbox Series X, and the reduction in load times makes it worth it. Don't get me wrong, I'm dying to play the next next-gen game, uh, stupid stalker delay, parentheses. Reduced load times have been enough to hold me for a couple years. Games Pass. <laughs> He wrote the game. <laughs> uh, thank you, Asylum. I mean, that's fair. You're entitled to your opinion. I still think on a business sense, from a business standpoint, they really haven't – they didn't have a reason to release it when it when they did. The, sure, load times have gotten better on games you could already play on all the systems there. Uh, but that being said, I don't really feel like that was enough reason to release new – you know, three hundred to five hundred dollars systems with nothing else to get it, especially since most people actually can't get a hold of them. Nonetheless, totally valid opinion. I thank you for sharing it with us, Neil. You got anything to add? I mean, honestly, as as somebody who has been fortunate enough to be able to pick up both of these systems, I will say between the two, I use the Series X more than the PS Five. I literally haven't turned my PS5 on to play anything since we've moved, and that was like in June or July, something along those right. lines. It was June. Because there's still nothing out for it. I mean, in three weeks here, Horizon Forbidden West is going to you know, absorb all of my time. But <laughs> out, outside of that, I mean, I will say, yeah, the load times are nice, but... I didn't necessarily buy it for the load times, right. uh, for sure. Um, I I bought it for you know the the visual fidelity between the different versions of the games. We had an Xbox One S beforehand, so right. I mean it was a pretty big bump up in performance. So I mean performance wise, yeah, I definitely would see it. But I mean both systems are still having this issue to where there's really not much of anything for them, right? Right. I I mean, I think one of the reasons you're playing the Series X is because of backwards compatibility, most likely the same reason Asylum is playing the, the his Series X, I'm assuming. Uh and uh and, and that is nice. To have no load time on the older games is nice. I'm not gonna say it's not. Ah, do I think it's worse the ha the price, hassle and trouble of acquiring one? Personally I do not. If you do though, right. totally fair opinion. Uh that's just where we are. Uh, then continuing with Xylem 66, he says 38.02. That does not sound like a water opening. So it was a water. It was not alcohol. In fact, I have this weird obsession with the the uh, the seltzer waters, the sparkling waters. I am uh, so like I'm a coke addict. Uh, long time. <laughs> Maybe I, you want to rephrase that. I am a Coca-Cola addict. Yeah, <laughs> there Neil, you go. Neil's right. I am a Coca-Cola addict. <laughs> and I am addicted to Coca-Cola. I always have been. And uh, just nothing quite hits me the same way. While the waters are in no way a substitute for the taste, uh, they actually keep me hydrated. They don't have calories. Um, and they also hit my throat in the same way Cokes do. And for some reason, that gives me kind of a knockover till I get another Coke. So I've actually managed to cut down my Cokes to about two a day. Uh, that being said, they come in cans that pop and fizz when I open them there as Xylem. So it sounds like a beer, but it is not one. Uh, you know, I got to say, though, just a brief aside, anytime anyone talks about Coke, I just have to bring up the glory that is the McDonald's Coke. Yeah, yeah, McDonald's good. Coke is something else. I will go out of my way. I will make a trip to McDonald's just for that Coke. <laughs> 
I I take note of places with soda fountain mellow yellow. If it has soda fountain mellow, which is oh, rare, but when it has yeah. it, soda fountain mellow yellow, that shit goes down smooth. It is delightful. And I, I just I have a mental note in my head of all the places within two miles to be able to get a soda fountain mellow yellow. You um, can get Surge at the Burger King up the road. Oh, that's yeah. that's the holy fucking grail right there. That's the holy grail right there. <sighs> soda fountain Surge? Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd fucking move into their, their <laughs> dining room. All right, so then we got Asylum 66. This comment I have to respond to directly. And I have to take a little preamble. And just so that you guys know, because of the severity of the talking point that we are discussing today, we are going to skip the talk down. We're going to need all that time. Um, But this comment, I wasn't expecting to get. uh, And our our, uh, uh, mission statement here is transparency and honesty at all times, because that's really all we can give to you. We don't have production values. We don't have money. We... Like, all we give to you is transparency and honesty. And I was not expecting you to call me out on this, Asylum, but you did, so I've got to respond. Why do I get called out for commenting? It's not like I can... It's not like I can admit you have me chained in the basement and I get food for comments. Facts to the side, this may come as a surprise, Zach, but you might be good at this podcast thing. Doesn't hurt Tiny Wizard says some hilarious shit. I'm not going to I'm not going to record I'm not going on record saying something nice though. Okay, Asylum. I'll be completely honest with you. There was a reason I said it to you and complete honesty is our rule here, so that's what I'm going to say. Uh I know who you are now. And I do not remember we we have had a history together. I do not remember me ever being your favorite person in the world. That being said, you made a comment about 3 weeks ago. Uh, and the comment said that you comment for Kev. Uh, and as everybody who has been listening to us long term know, we lost uh, not just a friend, but like a founding father to this station, in my opinion, uh, Kev Tutal in November. Um, and my thing is, Asylum, I love that you're listening. What you just said, it warms my heart. It makes me feel real good. I think you're completely wrong. I think I'm terrible at this podcast thing, but I appreciate that you enjoy it. Uh, I don't want anybody to listen to this because they feel like they have to, regardless of the situation. That's that's what I was trying to say without saying it, uh, and now I just have to say it, so I'm just going to say it. I really want you to listen, and I love your comments. I've loved talking to you about them. Uh, If you, at any point in time, don't feel like this is fun or enjoyable experience, man, our show is like an hour and a half long, sometimes almost two. Don't waste the time on us is what I'm saying. Uh, Is this coming across right, Neil, or am I sounding like an asshole? I don't know. I mean, I would say he he, somebody who doesn't know who this guy is, I mean – it sounds like he actually enjoys it, and it is. It does. You know, it it may does. Be a surprise to you, but I mean, people no, no, no. actually people <laughs> actually enjoy this, and I mean, I think you did a good job. And I know I couldn't host this because I'm an unorganized <laughs> bag of rabid squirrels. Whenever I try to lead <laughs> conversation, um, I, I I just think, yeah, you're I, definitely not the one that sounds rabid. On most days, For, man. <laughs> no, like I'm saying, I'm saying, like if I have to like be in charge of a conversation, like I can maybe start it off, but like if I'm dominating the conversation, or like if I was the guy, because 
you are primarily the driving force in this. I am here to also be a part of it. Like, no, like, yeah, it's 50, 50. <laughs> I'm going like, to, I'm going to keep myself deprecating ways, uh, and, and say that I am, I am it's serviceable not, at best at this. However, he likes it. It's what I am. And that's fine. This is, he likes it. And you are reading too much into it. And that's totally <laughs> cool. That's usually what it is. That's literally usually what my life is. Like literally my life is me reading too much into shit. Like I go to bed reading too much into shit. I wake up reading too much into shit. Like that's everything. Anybody I mean, who's known same, me. For, to be fair. Yeah. Anybody <laughs> who's known me for any period of time knows that motherfucker thinks way too long about shit that doesn't matter. So that's probably what it was but every once in a while like certain comments just get stuck in my head and that comment got stuck in my head and it just i don't know i just i would hate anybody to waste an hour and a half to two hours listening to us who didn't enjoy doing it you know what i mean like who felt like it was a chore so i am very glad you like this asylum and we have to be i i have to be honest that's all i have to give so that's honestly why I called you out. You have completely righted me, though. You you say you enjoy this. That's cool. I appreciate your enjoyment. I don't in any way, shape, or form want to push anybody away. I just want to honestly explain why I said what I said last week. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, I, I, I still think it? you're being too hard on yourself. I think yeah. that... This guy, it, this guy sounds like he actually enjoys it, and that's great. Or, it, it's it, awesome. Just because, just because he started listening for one reason doesn't mean that he's not listening for another reason now. Totally, totally. I'm, I, again, I'm totally cool with him. I'm totally. I do not. I want to say this emphatically. I don't want to lose any viewers. I definitely don't want to lose you, Asylum, as a commenter and a viewer. You have supplied great comments uh, to the show so far. That being said, I just wanted to clear that. You know what I mean? But I want to emphatically say I don't want... If you like the show, please listen to the show. (laughs) Please. All right. We got to move on. But I just wanted to be honest about everything. That's all. Uh, Jason, another thing that would make RDO better would be cross-platform play. I totally reinstalled the 120 gigabyte right now if I could play without you all. 100% agree, Jason. Cross-play should be everybody's problem. Like, this is 2022. I've said this before. I got really uh, nasty on Warframe, which I think is one of the best games of service out there, if not the best games of service out there. Uh, and they are only starting to implement crossplay this year, later on this year. I was very hard on them when I first started. I think if if a company is not doing crossplay already, they should be. That is the next thing that people are going to be upset that people are going to want. Yeah, uh, I would say so too. Wow. Uh, Xylem66 uh, also said, I'm opening a can here, but what is the point of Red Dead Online? I love the story mode of Red Dead, so it's not the setting that turns me off. I played online when it was first out, and there's your problem, and there wasn't much to do. Perhaps they added more. Isn't RDO just about making money on one side of the law to buy new gear, rinse and repeat? What's the end game? I have the same issue with GTA Online. Nothing really to do. You just do stuff. I mean, in fairness... You just do stuff is the mission statement of every online uh, perpetual game world is you just more stuff to do. I will say that Red Dead Online, 
I mean, the biggest problem with Red Dead is there's not enough content. That being said, I also played it when it first came out, Asylum, and I hated it. It was terrible. I got griefed uh, real hard. There was nothing to do in the game. It was just it was just awful when it first came out. And I actually sold the game, the the whole Red Dead Online, and didn't play until this year when they went to the online mode just being $20. Then I started playing and getting into that. That being said, they've added roles. Uh, so, like, I don't know, like, you can take up the role of, like, a tradesman or, like, uh, a bounty hunter. Um, and, yeah, you earn money to buy stuff. That, that's really it. I mean, but that's like every games as service, in my opinion. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say there. I will say there are some rich and interesting stories with each one of those roles, which is nice. Like, the Moonshiner has its own, like, full story arc and plot that you have to get through. Which is really nice that they've added stuff there. But, I mean, the whole Red Dead Online revolution, that's part of the problem. There's not enough content. Uh, they don't give us as much content as GTA V. We just want more content. That's all. Um, Alright, then we had a negative comment. Hooded Dude, you're mistaken. Jeff Ross never blamed anyone but himself for Days Gone Failure. It was someone else who said that, parentheses, John Garvin. And it was taken out of context. Jeff Ross only found it weird that Shishima sold $8 million and was a success, and Days Gone sold the same number and was deemed a failure. That said, both games are great, but have bad stories. Okay, I'm going to say this to you, hooded dude, because you definitely seemed upset with some of the stuff we said. Uh, first of all, welcome to the show. I hope you continue to watch. I hope you continue to comment. Uh, second of all, I can't comment on the stories of these games. They are both exclusives, and while Days Gone is on PC, its rough launch was not something that, like, I'm not going to buy a game with a launch like that. And Ghost of Tsushima is actually not on PC. It is only on PlayStation. So I have not played these stories, so I cannot speak to these stories. I will say, I'm going to agree to disagree with you. I feel that the at least the last text. I did not go back and look at the John Garvin versus him comments, so I'm not going to comment on that. You could be right. I just I just didn't get time this week to go back and look at it again. Uh, that being said, the Ghost of Tsushima Twitter uh, a tweet, I really, truly do feel like that was kind of like a uh, blaming someone else for their problems. Like, they did as good as Ghost of Tsushima, but everybody was hard at them, where Ghost of Tsushima wasn't. And I feel like he was trying to trying to make himself look better, his game look better, where the metric was off, was what we were talking about. Uh, nonetheless, thank you for your comment, and, and thank you for coming and uh, listening. I, I hope to hear from you another, uh, again, brother. Uh, what about you, Neil? Anything to respond to on that? I mean, yeah, he does have a point. There is a little bit of conflation between the two, uh, right. something that we may have mixed up in between them. It's and I highly also, possible. And after after that comment, I did take a look and see, because, you know, like, if I get something wrong, I mean, I'm human, but I want to go take a look at some stuff. But I wanted to, been, too. I just didn't have time. There, there have been updates to stories since. I have one pulled up right now from Push Square. Okay. You know, updating the original story, it, stating that, you know, there was conversation on uh, Jeff Ross uh, on, uh, what was it, uh, David Jaffe's uh, podcast, it seems. Okay. It looks like it's a podcast from what it 
just as yesterday's interview with David Jaffe. Okay. Uh, so, I mean, there are like, there have been updates to that story since we talked about it. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it is entirely possible that, you know, it could be one, possible. It, it is, it is entirely possible. Not saying that it's impossible, but you know, but like I said, there have been updates to the story since. So, I mean, it is something that's evolving. And right. I, there was another article, I think it was GameSpot ran to where uh, they were kind of like putting the conversation back into context. So, yeah, there was a little bit of out of context with the conversation at the same time, too. I mean, we're not like insiders or journalists. We only no. get what. <laughs> what we can find from places like GameSpot, IGN, Push Square, you know. We are like definitely that. two so. guys in their basement making comments based on the information that we haphazardly receive on the internet. This this wouldn't if if we're wrong on this one hooded dude, it wouldn't be the first time. It's probably not going to be the last time. Uh I did not like the context uh, personally about this tweet itself. I don't necessarily think that our comments were wrong. I felt like the way that came across was the way I felt, and I feel like that's the way most people are going to see it. That being said, I mean, the other thing could be completely out of context. I'm not saying it's not. I really wanted to go back and research this. I just didn't have the time this week. Sorry, just got family stuff and whatnot. It just didn't. I just didn't have time. But that being said, I really appreciate the comment. Definitely appreciate it. I hope you stick around with us and you come back this week and, and further weeks. We'd love to hear from more people. Uh, moving on to our final comment, William Houghton. Hi! Exclamation point. Love that. Love that. Normal business people. People wants more orange juice. Let's make more orange juice. Sony. People wants more PS5. Let's make PS4. My gosh. Ugh. Fortnite is back on iOS. We were the only place where you couldn't say, we're Fortnite free, praise the sun. Oh well, they didn't do anything to Activision, oh, apart from the fact that they bought it, which we're talking about today. Anyway, uh, yeah. great show, thanks. And I did respond and say, keeping with the ever-present need to make us look like idiots, the, w- the world broke that news after we recorded and just before yep. we posted. So it definitely made us look stupid, but... That is fan traction. We somehow managed to go super late in fan traction. Uh, so, so we're gonna go ahead and pause. We'll be right back, and we will get into it. Horrible gaming podcast. All right. So that brings us to our talking point again. Skipping talk down because our talking point is so ever enveloping uh, in news. Uh, and the talking point is very simple. If you have been anywhere near a news <laughs> receptacle, you have found out that Microsoft has purchased Activision Blizzard. So they now own uh, Call of Duty, King. Uh, they own um, all of that shit. Just tons of studios. One of the biggest acquisitions ever. They paid almost $70 billion for it. Uh, and of course, this comes on the heel of the giant sex scandal that we have been reporting on for literally the last year. Um, so me and Neil talked about this because both of us are very negative on this entire situation. Um, and I, I, I'm very interested to see how we're each going to be negative about it. So we've decided to focus on the positives first, get that out of the way, and then go negative on it. Um, my positive is very simple. Game Pass is going to be amazing. If you have Game Pass, you are 
Set, man. Set. See, I can't even... I, you even lead with that, and I'm already thinking of all the negatives. Hey, we got to stay on the positive. I know. You, this was your so game plan. <laughs> I know it was my game plan. Well, okay. So before we even get like super into it, yeah. the deal's not supposed to close until the end of fiscal year 23. Right. So it's still a ways off. Uh, it, nothing's like 100% set in stone yet, but like basically like, yeah, it's going to happen, you know, barring outside intervention. Right. But yeah, like you said, game pass is going to be bonkers, absolutely mm -hmm. bonkers. And, you know, you can't help, but think about, you know, the people who are working at Activision Blizzard who have been, you know, screaming for some sort of change for so long <laughs> and i at least you know okay. that is a change but i yeah, mean still, I guess. Like, i'm trying to i'm trying to find a positive i can't end, wait to get I into keep this finding i keep like every single time i say something yeah. and the yeah. negative just creeps into my mind with it i mean i mean i'll give you a positive game. if you're if you're an xbox person because your side just won so congratulations I mean, that's yeah, your positive that's... there, man, which we'll get into in the negatives too. But, I mean, I'm having a hard time coming up with positives. I mean, like I said, Game Pass is going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, and, yes, there could be some changes because of this to the ecosystem of Activision, which is rife with human rights violations. Yes. But I have some problems with how this came about. <laughs> And I'm sure yeah. we are going to get into this. Um, can you think of anything else positive? Because, I, I, I mean, I want to dive into this. I know. I'm trying so hard <laughs> to find the the light in in this horrible, horrible situation. Well, Bobby Kotick doesn't run really... a game company anymore. There you go. But... <laughs> I... Or probably won't, anyway, from what the stories have said. Yeah, there's there's a lot of... There's a lot of shit. There's so much shit with this. All right, let's so get into the things. shit. Let's just get let's into just the get shit. Into the shit. Uh, just just get right into off the, the top from the most recent thing that was said with Game Pass being great. Yeah, fantastic. You better start buying those 12-month subscriptions to Game Pass Ultimate mm -hmm. now mm -hmm. yep. at whatever price you're getting up $60 because I am. I will plant my flag right here and now. Shortly after that deal closes... Game Pass has to go up. Hmm. We've <laughs> been talking about it needing to go up in price as it is now, but having having like Call of Duty being Game Pass. I, I don't know one, if I'd say needing. I, I would say it can. They can get away with no, it. No, at this point, I think that they absolutely need to because nah. I already feel like I'm stealing from Microsoft as it is. I. I, even if I stole from Microsoft, I wouldn't feel like I'm stealing from Microsoft. Microsoft owns over 60% of the AAA game developers in the world right now. In the world. They yeah. own over 60%. So I don't feel like I'm stealing. I don't feel like you could steal from them. It's just impossible. It's just impossible. I think with this, with this acquisition going through, there's a lot of stuff that's going to change. I mm. mean, competition, uh, there's there the competition, mm. the landscape for competition is crazy. I, I mean, now I almost wonder if we would be considering 
PlayStation as something along the lines of Nintendo. Just kind of like because mm-hmm. Nintendo has always been its own thing. PlayStation. Nintendo's in just been off in the corner, and and PlayStation at least had like those third party games like Call of Duty and stuff that people people will buy consoles just for those games mm-hmm. and it just comes down to what their friends have as to what it is that they want to buy so they can play with their friends. Yeah. After this, I mean, don't get me wrong, Sony still has stuff. They have very strong first party stuff, but I feel like it, this may be a bit of an over exaggeration, but <laughs> half of what they they have is getting taken away. And I know there's nothing set in stone yet as to, like, what the official deal is going to be, like, if Call of Duty is still going to be on PlayStation or Mm -hmm. not. I mean, Phil Spencer's pretty much already said with the Bethesda acquisition and stuff, they're very firmly alluding to the fact that these games are not going to be put on other consoles. Like, I think the actual wording of the announcement uh, was we're committed to the existing deals mm-hmm. that we have with, you know, companies and allowing those to go through existing deals, you know, existing games and services like, you know, um, was it Call of Duty Warzone, stuff like that. They're they're fine with what already exists, just like they did with Bethesda, what already exists. And we still don't know Starfield's going to be the first time that we're really going to see something that's going to be a quote-unquote casualty from that deal that they had with Microsoft. And I think that's going to set the stage for what everybody is going to see and consider the like how they approach the entire situation. I am very patiently waiting for my turn here. Look, I... I, I know you got a lot to say, to and I know I got a lot I, to say. Yeah, I, I, I'll say it now just so that like everyone can you know, hear it. I will not be able to say all the things that I had to yeah. say. When this yeah. news broke, uh, you and I briefly messaged about it, and I mm-hmm. think you and I did the same exact thing. It was just like, we need to not talk about it now, which we've done in the past. Because we're going to say all of our stuff now in yeah. a text thread, yeah. and we're going to burn through it, and we're just going to be rehashing. There is but, no way that no. I am going to be able to say all of the Mm-mm. things that I think are not great about this entire deal. So I I will miss something. I'm 100% going to miss something. I'm sure it's going to come back up at some point. <laughs> or we're at least going to go like stupid long on this. I even told Zach like... <laughs> I even told Zach, like, I didn't even, like, I got one odd and end for today, but, like, I didn't even want to try because this <laughs> this news, it's seriously, huge. this yeah. news is so, so huge. It has eclipsed anything that has happened. Yeah. I mean, for God's sake, CNN was running news stories about it, like, mm-hmm. on the actual television. Yeah. It is craziness. Yeah. And it's so big, like, they're... uh after this deal was announced, I don't know if you saw this, the government said that they're going to be reevaluating their like their their uh, evaluations of like monopolistic practices and stuff. Yeah, but then they also came out and said that they don't believe that that is a monopoly anyway. No, because Which of is how insane. they phrased that, and then here we are spinning off into something else yeah. because of how they phrased yeah, what wanna... this acquisition is going to be. All but the metaverse it was just like a catch-all. Now mm-hmm. we may as well like metaverse NFTs, whatever you want to look say that sort of stuff. We're expanding into those markets and stuff like that. It's like 
they want to they phrased it like that so it's not all about video games but it's absolutely about the video games and you know now Bobby Kotick's going to be able to stroll right out of there with right his golden there. parachute. Huge he doesn't parachute. care at all. I don't know if anyone else has seen in the Discord. I had shared an article. <laughs> I responded to, to it with a joke, which I, I was saw, very proud yeah, of. Saw, you did, yeah. Like, it doesn't even did. fucking, like, um, Dude, Okay, but, all right. I got to yeah, jump yeah, in. Just I got to jump in. Because I will talk There's forever. going to be a lot of <laughs> jump-ins here. I, I, th- I just feel it. All right, it first is, of all. Yeah. First of all, this is how I, I want to start because we're talking about the deal overall, and this is something I want to hammer home. Uh, number one, I know I have been accused of being an Xbox guy in the past. Uh, I am not an Xbox guy, not anymore. Uh, I haven't been for a while, but now I'm really not. I've also, I have said I'm a fan of Phil Spencer. I am not. He's a scumbag. I'm going to get into that. However, if you own a PlayStation right now, PlayStation's done. You need to get an Xbox. You need to get off of it because the console wars is over. It's over. And I'm going to explain why in an analogy. Once you pick, picture a boxing match, let's name one boxer Sony and one boxer Microsoft. Okay? Microsoft hasn't been boxing that long, but he's rich and he's bought his way into the boxing circuit. Okay? He's got some skill, but not that much. Sony is a straight up murderer in the ring. They fight. Sony kicks the shit out of Microsoft. Microsoft gets in some good punches, but overall Sony wins. Microsoft, however, like I said, is rich. So here's what Microsoft does. He doesn't get better. He doesn't go get trained. He buys the stadium. He buys the ring. He buys the gloves and the shorts that Sony has to wear to the ring. He buys Sony's house. He buys Sony's family's house. He buys the car that Sony has to get used to get to the Coliseum. And then at that point, when Sony gets in the ring, he goes, Punch me. What are you going to do? I'm going to tell you right now, anybody who thinks God of War and Horizon is going to save that system, you're out of your mind. There is going to be nothing on it in two years. And I'm going to tell you something even worse. Because if this prediction, if this is the start of this, okay, if they've done this, they did Bethesda last year, they did this this year, do you think they're done? They're not done. This is the biggest tech giant on the planet. They have unending sums of money from which to purchase these okay they already own 60 percent of the triple a gaming industry at this point and once that deal goes through i can assure you all none of them are going to go on playstation and hey i was the guy two years ago who was like xbox is all about putting their games on all systems because it's worth more money but they've already reversed that course they've already reversed that direction with starfield and bethesda which is also shady as shit because they're already going against their ideology they're all for like no exclusivity and fighting the no exclusivity battle when they're not winning the fight but now that they're winning the fight it's like let's take all the games away from sony see how that works out and that's what they're doing and I would not be surprised if they don't make another purchase. Ubisoft is in trouble. Uh, Take-Two is not doing the best. There are tons of other developers that if they're willing to spend that much money on Activision, they can easily spend half of that on those other ones. And then they're just going to buy them all. They're going to buy them all until there's only one console in town, guys. And that's going to be Microsoft. Okay. I mean, hell, they might just walk into Sony and buy them because Sony does not have the money to keep up with Microsoft. They do not have the capital. They just don't. They don't have the coffers. 
their best division is the their PlayStation division. Whereas Microsoft, God, they power half computers. They they're gonna pull money from wherever they need it to buy these companies. Whereas Sony just can't keep up. That's how they're doing it. That's how they decided to win this thing. It's piracy on the highest level, but that's how they're gonna do it, and that's what they're gonna do. I mark my words. I don't think there's gonna be a PlayStation Six, and if there is one, there definitely won't be a PlayStation Seven or Xbox makes some sort of insane mistake. But it's not gonna happen. It's not. They're gonna own everything. There's gonna be no reason to buy a PlayStation Six because. You're going to have a handful of quality exclusives. It's not worth buying a $600 system. It's not. Unless PlayStation completely reverses what they're doing and does a Nintendo thing and finds a niche somewhere. But otherwise, they're done. They're out of there. Just saying. I mean, the only thing at this point that I can see, there's one semi-realistic-ish thing that I could see happening with Microsoft. Okay. Is... In them buying so many studios, in them buying, you know, all these developers, they just have so many balls in the air at once that they may start to get sloppy. Or doesn't matter. They own all the balls. Well, they can well, get as sloppy with that shit as they want. The thing is, though, I mean, we've talked about this before with uh, recently we talked about like Steam and Epic. Okay. You know, all right. Epic, Epic bought its way in, this, that, and the other, but it doesn't have anything people prefer Steam. Mm -mm. Something like that on a larger scale could happen. Now, the realistic, the, the reality of that is it probably won't right. happen. Right. And I feel like at this point, like you were talking about uh, companies getting acquired and stuff like that, I wonder if sony would make that move to buy ubisoft before microsoft does so, no like if sony goes and buys something else but at this point it they is don't have a matter the cash. of playing catch up yeah right. I, they don't have well, the cash they're not making fair. enough because they can't sell enough of their consoles like they, they, they don't have the cash to purchase ubisoft and ubisoft already seems to be going that way which is something i was going to mention we're already seeing a bunch of ubisoft connect games make their way on the game pass rainbow six extraction rainbow six siege both playable now through xbox game pass it, 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 that's not well, going to stop there if i've got i will put money down on the table that there are people in rooms right now talking with ubisoft about figuring out what their number is well going back to what i was saying though sure like with Sony, uh, I believe it was said that uh, that PlayStation is only like one third of what the company pulls in as a whole. They mm -hmm. get a lot of their money from like TVs and stuff like that. So, like you said, they don't necessarily have the money up against Microsoft. But in this acquisition, apparently, they used half of the capital that the company as a whole has on hand to make this purchase right so right. i mean it's it's essentially like you know taking literally all of the money that you have in your savings but like five hundred dollars and buying something so i don't necessarily think we're gonna have any other crazy high profile things like this from microsoft for a while Next because year. they have to they have to let the dust settle at some point i mean but I that's mean, the thing though i, I want you to think about Here's the thing, though, just to, just to counter that. I don't want to get too into the weeds on this because I really want to talk about some other shit about this. But 
But just to, just to put that in perspective, you're saying that this was half the money that they have on hand. Half the yeah. money they have on hand is 68 point something billion dollars. Now I want you to go back in your head to one uh, to the last sale that the last purchase they made, the big one, right. which was Bethesda. How much did they spend for Bethesda? 7. 7. 7. So so they so we're so if this was half, that means they've got another 70 billion dollars Ubisoft is not going to go for $70 billion. Ubisoft is not in the position that they're in. They're much closer to Bethesda. I would be surprised if they outsold Bethesda. You could probably get them for like $6 billion. Like, and what's $6 billion if you have $70 billion? Right. The you know what I mean? I, the point that I was making overall with the comparisons of those, though, sure, is sure. it's the fiscal the financial health of the company i mean you can buy all the things and have all the stuff but if you don't have actual cash on hand or at least have sold or have spent a lot of what you have like yeah sure you know half of what's left the 70 billion may be all of what sony has as a whole available i'm just like spitballing but for like for the purpose of this example you know sure they may have the same amount but compared to what it is that they've had, you know, compared to what they have to pay out to all these other companies and stuff like that, fiscally, the health of them is a little bit different. And yeah. that is why I was saying the Game Pass, especially the, the price of Game Pass, like has to go up with this. I think it the, will because they can get away with charging it. I don't necessarily think it has to. I think they're going to choose to do it. I mean, I would say... I would say that it was going to be in the cards anyways. We've talked about this before. I, I think we have, I, and I think they can get away with it. I think that we're all in trouble, though, from that kind of stuff because, you know, once you become the only game in town, you can decide the prices, like, because you're the game. Like, that's that's the way it is. When when they have all the companies and you have to, you have to be on Game Pass to play those games, they can charge whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. I do want to shift gears here, if you don't mind. Oh, uh, yeah. Like I said, we're never going to get through everything no. and say everything that we so, want to say about this. So Something that really has bothered me about this, and like I was a big Phil Spencer fan for a long time, and if you listen back to the podcast, like, you can hear me saying I like Phil Spencer. I like the way he talked, the way he treated things, his philosophies. I want to say this right now. That man is a giant liar, and he's a shark in the water. I'm going to tell you why. Because he has now used... Sexual harassment and rape, misconduct to buy a company. And I'm going to say right now, anybody, anybody out there who thinks that he went in there to buy this company before this whole th shit started, no. What happened was he saw that and he was like, here's what we do. We buy them because we can get them for way less. And I'm going to say right now, $70 billion is a huge amount of money. I'm not saying it's not biggest acquisition in gaming they activision was worth more before all this shit mm -hmm. and that means that phil spencer has decided to capitalize on human rights violations and i bet you 100 percent that's why they're talking to ubisoft right now and that shit disgusts me and yeah i know i know that there's people out there listening who's like what do you expect it's a company but it still bothers me. It bothers me on a whole. 
okay? The other thing that bothers me about this is literally this guy and this company's philosophies have been something completely different than everything that they're presenting right now, which is why I no longer have faith in them to fix any problems that Activision is bringing their way. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. They're going to walk in there. They're going to pay off everybody they need to pay off to make this shut the fuck up, and then that'll be that. That'll be that. And look, I know that the Blizzard people just filed a union. They've got a union now. That's great. I would be surprised if that survives a year or two. And the reason I'll be surprised is because he has literally taken away the enemy. There is no one left to fight. He saved that guy. He's off the board. There's anybody who's going to it to fight anything. Like you'll be like, well, let's fight the practices. Well, it's Xbox now. Xbox is going to change it. It's a it's a huge reset button on it. Whether or not it happens, and everybody is looking at that now instead of the sexual harassment, the 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 rights violations. That that is what they're looking at, and that is shit. He has literally given Bobby Kotick a way out of all of this. He has given the company a way out of all of this. This is all going to go away. By 2023, nobody's even going to be talking about unions anymore because of this. And this, and, and like I said, I, I've said on the thing, I'm no huge fan of unions, but I feel like this kind of situation is shitty, and that was the only correction, and now we're not even getting that. You know? Like, Phil Spencer went in there and saved Bobby Kotick. Anybody who thinks otherwise is insane. And he did it to line his own pockets, and that's even worse. Um, so uh, it's some things about this deal, too, that I've uh, I've been considering. Uh, I, it was said that they are planning on buying the entire company at $90 a share. Mm-hmm. If you look back at the stock history... The stock price for one share has not been $90 since July 26, 2021. I'm looking at the the market summary right now on Google. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, as it stands right now, today, Activision closed at $81. So, I mean, even that on its own, like, from what it sounds like, it sounds like, you know, they're trying to act like this, you know this whole like knight in shining armor swooping in and we're going to save Activision Blizzard and uh, I believe Bobby Kotick even alluded to to this to some degree in an interview saying like basically like compared to like Amazon and stuff like that we're actually nothing and it's like that is a terrible comparison you can't compare anything like that like that's just Mm -hmm. that's a disingenuous argument right there yeah Um, but I'm surprised you didn't touch on the fact that I, I thought I knew where you were going with this, but I mean I've I'm, I've got plenty of things more to say. Uh, oh but yeah, go ahead. well I'll just bring this part up because <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you were going to say it. Then otherwise, otherwise, um, the fact that was it literally last week or the week before we it, it was last week I believe it was in an odd mm-hmm. end. Uh, I had brought up about yep. how uh, yeah. Phil Spencer was saying like oh you know. We, uh, we are not taking an official stance on anything, yep. and we can't really say anything about this. Like, you know, yeah. we've had a spotty history, too. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we're reevaluating our relationship We're not going to virtue shame anybody was the quote. We're not going to virtue shame anybody. Shut up. <laughs> this has been in the works long before long this. Long before. 
This has been in the works since the initial every like this whole story started breaking and the big three all like Yep. Yeah. Quote unquote made yeah. leaking memos essentially because nobody wants to take a firm stance. As I was gonna get to anymore. that. I was gonna get to that. So so, you know, Phil Spencer basically got out there and made a non statement knowing full well that within weeks he was going to announce the purchase of this company yeah. and he wasn't going to talk shit on them, nope. which I mean, I guess g good for him. I mean, I would not want to be caught dead talking shit on somebody that I'm just about to buy, mm -hmm. but you know, obviously like that is just slimy business shit. You know, you act like you're taking a stance against this stuff and yep. you go ahead and do that. And we, you know, like we said too, like there's a lot of very, vague verbiage and statements like uh saying that bobby kotick is gonna you know hang around and for a while but you mm -hmm. know once the sale completes activision blizzard's gonna report to me all but ensuring that bobby kotick is gonna be gone but like that man doesn't give a shit about anything anymore spencer definitely doesn't give a shit right. about anything because well, he bought the entire farm bobby kotick has never cared about making games I mean, he's, he just no, he's he, he, cares, he, he about... cares about making money, and he's making all the money he needs to make here. He's done. And... He he's smart enough to know that the boards don't want him anymore. That he needed to get out, and this is the best way to do it. He avoids any sort of persecution, any sort of whatever. I'm gonna tell you right now, Xbox and Xbox swoops in and settles all his lawsuits for him. Yeah, because those lawsuits are against the company; they're not against him. So, like, he's not yep. going to go down for anything now. Not at all. In any way, shape, or form, he is not going to pay. Because it is now Microsoft's problem. And <laughs> I, I agree. I think Microsoft engineered a PR thing. Uh, and, and I got, you know, I got in an argument with C-Town about it because C-Town was so happy about this. And I was like, this is bullshit PR. And... It's yeah. bullshit PR. It was 100% bullshit PR, definitely from Xbox. I don't know about Nintendo or Sony, but from Xbox, it was 100% bullshit PR because there's no way this deal was not being talked about already. None Absolutely. whatsoever. Phil Spencer's a shark. He smelled blood in the waters. He didn't care how that blood got there, and he went after it. It's that simple. And he knows well enough now. I mean, <laughs> like, it's done, man. It's done. Like, he owns everything now. And that's – one of the things that really bothers me about the whole situation is just the flip-flop on everything, everything. Like Xbox has slowly flip-flopped on every one of their policies, every one of their things that they've presented, every one of their, I guess, uh, you know, philosophies, all of them over the course of the last five years. You know, we are going to be – we're going to be uh, uh, past-gen systems. Well, we're done with the past-gen. We're going to be uh, play anywhere. Well, now we're making exclusives. Uh, w you know, like just one after another, they have just flip-flopped into the bully. And, you know, I I don't know. I, I, I think the company's shameful. This is shameful. I, I almost hate them more than Activision. Activision did the shit. They did the terrible shit, but these are the people who are saving them. Saving them. You know? Yeah, I... I Yeah, I, I can't... I cannot fathom... I, I guess, given the fact that, like, I'm not a business person. I'm not a, a super <laughs> business-sized, you know, 
financial guru or anything right. like that. But I can't imagine coming in and buying out what is essentially, if I were to guess, like a solid sixth of the entire gaming industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easily. By buying one single parent company. Yeah. I mean, th- there's... I, I'm looking right here, like there's a there's an ad because I'm just googling just this to to see if anything else is broken about this because like we've said it's dominated the news. Uh-huh. Uh, three days ago via well three days ago as of time of recording, so I mean today's the 23rd, so three days ago Call of Duty will stay on PlayStation console after Activision deal Xbox boss promises, but at the same time it's still like we're committed to you know honoring existing agreements and we're not going to take anything away from anybody and Sony is super important to our industry I mean if that's the case if you really felt like that why did you buy Activision Blizzard why didn't you just buy a part of the company why didn't you just buy Blizzard or just Activision or something along those lines and especially you know like we've talked about before that you know at least back a year ago this time when we were talking about these acquisitions and how the smart thing financially would be to, hey, put these games on PlayStation and, you know, take a cut of, of the money, especially now, something like Call of Duty. Call of Duty is perpetually the best-selling game every single year yeah, that it has it been in, in existence, with the exception of, like, I think two years or something mm-hmm. like that, since, the, since Modern Warfare 2, I believe. Right. That might be incorrect, but it's something along those lines. So you now own the single best-selling game in all of existence. You know, mm-hmm. one of two things w- could happen. They could say, hey, Sony, here you go. We want, like, a 20% cut of all the sales, and we're good on that. Or they turn around and put every single Call of Duty every that comes out in Game one. Pass day and date – and at that point, I feel like that kind of trashes the the legacy for those developers for, you know, Raven, Sledgehammer, all of them, Infinity Ward, who have all worked on these Call of Duty games. Because from that moment on, Call of Duty is probably not going to be the best selling game anymore if it's available in Game Pass. Yeah. Because people aren't going to buy it. Because they're going to have it in Game Pass. Yeah, they're not. Especially if it's Xbox exclusive, the attach rate of of uh game pass is insanity and it's only going up and it's going to go up even right. more with this deal so i mean we're we're now starting to get into like the minutia of things you know we're talking yeah. about you know mm-hmm. the smaller ripple effects of this but at the same time like you're going to get ripples when you throw a big ass stone in the water like yeah. this yeah and it's just going to keep going out further and further and further yeah i don't think sony is going away <laughs> I don't think I. I honestly don't think. Okay. I don't think places. I'll bet money. I'll bet a, a pizza bet in in. I was about to say you want. There's a pizza never going to be. That? There's never going to be a PS6. Never going to be a PS6. I mean, we're gonna we're, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to record this because it's gonna be like well at the rate yeah. that they're trying to turn over new consoles we'll probably have to wait like four years. Yeah, but that's right. Well, there, four there years won't be. We'll remember this pizza bet. Look, there's not man. gonna be a PS6. Now Look, I nobody's gonna buy a PS6 for Horizon and God of War. It's not gonna happen, man. And if, honestly, by the time that Xbox is done buying all the shit up, they'll probably just purchase their fucking exclusives. Like fuck. 
I mean, at this point, I'd be like talking to Gorilla. I'd be like, hey, you want you want to just go have us buy you? And and have, come over to us. Like, I mean, there's going to be a point where there's nothing on PlayStation. There's nothing. Why would you buy a system where there's no games? They don't. They don't have anything. They don't have anything big enough like Nintendo did to to like with Mario and Zelda to keep them alive through the droughts. They don't have anything like that. God of War isn't that. Neither is Horizon. As good as they are, they're not that. They're never going to be that. Like, and, and that is you bring that up too, and that's that kind of alludes to something I was talking about earlier too. Is Nintendo can go off and do its own thing because yeah. it never tried to compete. Never. And that's an. I think the only time they really tried to compete was like in the early days up to the GameCube. Yep. Once the Wii came out, that was it. They were done. They were off doing their own thing. So that's been what since two thousand and one ish, something along. Well, that was the GameCube. So let's say. The Wii was somewhere around like 2005, maybe 2005, 2006. I could be totally wrong on that, but that's yeah. somewhere about what we're looking at. So at that point, we're like 16, 17 years removed from that. Mm-hmm. So it's established now that Nintendo does its own thing. Yep. But when we've had something that we literally just call like the console wars mm-hmm. it has exclusively really only featured Microsoft and Sony and it is done okay because PlayStation p- needs to look at this and go we've lost that we need to figure out a way to survive I I have heard talk of uh, on one of the other gaming podcasts say oh well uh, how about they just make their own competition to Call of Duty you can't do that nope at this point Mm -mm. the only thing that's come close is battlefield and even (laughs) battlefield is is a joke right is yeah it's essentially been a joke it used to be kind of a competitor back in the day but it hasn't had that cultural zeitgeist like call of duty has well and everything call of duty touches it wins at too because you remember call of duty only recently became a battle royale like, it wasn't yeah. a Battle Royale for a long time. And then it was like, hey, we're going to do Battle Royales now, what, two years ago? And now they're the king of fucking Battle Royales. So, like, 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 <laughs> it's not like you could just make a Call of Duty game and call it a day. Now, here's some craziness. Here's some okay. craziness. Let me bounce something off you that I just All thought right, of. All right, sure. Why not? So, what if, what if Sony outright buys Epic in nope. its entirety? Doesn't have the money. Now, if they were able to make that purchase, though, in a okay. fantasy land. In fantasy land. I'll, in a I'll, fantasy land. If they do, fan- because, and I'm wrong, which is possible. Because let's be real. Like, we kind of thought this was fantasy land until it happened. But. Yeah. I mean, I thought so Bethesda we, was fantasy land until it happened. That, that kind of yeah, opened the floodgates. Bethesda was fantasy land until this happened. Yeah. Bethesda That's, was like, holy shit. Okay. Well, what's Microsoft going to do next? Oh, it's just going to buy everything else. Like. And, like, this, like, cements their strategy. Like, that's mm-hmm. how they're doing it. We don't have to have better games. We're going to have all the games. Here's how Here's how they kneecap Microsoft. <laughs> okay. They buy Epic in its entirety. All right. So they have, you know, the Epic Game Store. You know, okay. fine, whatever. We've already talked about that. But they also have Unreal Engine. Okay. Unreal Engine is used for all game making, basically. That's a, that's an interesting idea. That's an interesting so, idea. If they were to buy Epic, they could definitely kneecap Microsoft and say, "Okay, fine, go ahead and buy everything. You better build your own engines." 
which sure Microsoft would be able to do and it would cripple them for a while. Now I think they'd be able to dig out of it Here's for absolutely 100% certain, but I don't think there is a chance in hell. Uh, just just saying, I don't think there's a chance in hell that Epic who does have Unreal 5 is going to sell to one place and make it exclusive. It, it just isn't. And and you're right, that would kneecap Microsoft, but if Epic thinks that their best move is to sign on with Sony, which is obviously losing at this point, and give them the only exclusive to their engine, because I will assure you Microsoft will make an engine. They will make an engine, and that will be that. They will make a competitor to Unreal. It'll take them maybe a year or two, and that might hurt them a little bit, but overall, they'll make an engine, it'll work, and everybody else will just start moving to that. That's how they work. Like, they just buy it, and then they just right. win. Like, the the problem is, the problem is, is there's nothing really Sony can do because Sony needs more money than Microsoft, or at least comparable money, because that's the war. Those are the rules of this w fight. They weren't the rules before. Before, it was about exclusives, and it was about uh, sign-on rates and stuff like that, but th that that part of this, just like... Just like real modern warfare came out of trench warfare and turned into something different, this has turned into something different, and it does it with this. Microsoft is not fighting a battle of quality anymore. They just aren't. They're like, hey, we have all of the money. That's what we will use. It does not matter if our games are good. It just doesn't, because at some point, we're going to have all the games. You're, you're not going to be able to play video games without paying Microsoft. That is their goal. That is 100% their goal, and they have the money to make that happen. They just do. And Sony does not, especially since the parent company, Sony, is very unwilling to to uh, supplement any money. Like Sony is a self-serving company. The Sony PlayStation is a self sufficient company like they run on the money they make that's how they always yeah. have been uh microsoft xbox doesn't do that microsoft can pull from the uh, microsoft coffers anytime they want and those coffers are way bigger than playstations sony will and cut too. their losses long before they are they decide to get in a spending battle with the biggest tech company on the planet and to absolutely put that into a visual representation uh, I have Googled the valuations of both Sony and Microsoft. Okay. Sony's market cap is $143.2 billion. <laughs> exactly. Take exactly. A guess. Take a wild guess at what Microsoft's is. I'm going to say somewhere around uh, $1.2 $2.22 trillion. Yeah. 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 So I mean there is definitely a disparity between yeah. the two. Yeah. For yeah. sure. The difference is an ant versus a human being. Like that's the difference in size there. Like you there is nothing PlayStation can do. Nothing. Other than find a way to get into a niche as fast as humanly possible. And unfortunately, I think PlayStation has put in place their idea. They're much better at sticking to their ideologies. The problem is, is their ideologies are way outdated and have been for some time. They don't even have a valid Game Pass competitor or even one in the works. Like, 
Well, I mean, there's rumors that they have one in the works, but at okay. this point, at this point, though, but what's like, that going to do? Yeah. Uh, yes. And, and that's that remains to be seen. Yeah. We already didn't know what they were going to do because of how they've treated things in the past. Yeah. And now, you know, given the fact that they don't have much to pull from, you know, outside they they have a strong first party. That yeah. is one thing I will. Sony they do. is undeniable that they have a very strong first party, second yeah. only to Nintendo. Microsoft does not necessarily have the strong first party, but at the same time, they're just taking all the third party and making it first party. So, I mean, there's something to be said on that front. I mean, it's it's really hard to to just break down every single aspect of this entire deal and what yeah, it, it means moving forward. Yeah. I, you've said it before, and especially with this now, the best thing that Microsoft could possibly do and the best thing for Sony, say, hey, look, we'll take 20% of your Call of Duty sales and whatever else. We'll put like Diablo 4 or whatever you want, uh, Overwatch 2 on the PS5, take 20% of that, and we'll call it a day. Mm -hmm. That's the best thing for everyone involved, and at that point, you know, we can continue with competition. But competition is dying. Yeah. With this. There's there's no way around that. Yeah, there's there is still no, some right. stuff that Sony has, I'm sure, that Microsoft wants. Well, and there's still some third party people, especially after this deal. I will bet you if Ubisoft is being courted, I'll bet you the the amount that they want can has definitely gone up uh, at this point. If maybe. there's already some sort of deal in the works. The problem is because I mean, you know, Big Daddy Microsoft Philly Willy boy over here rolling around with fat stacks in his pocket, just throwing money at everything. You know, that's you the see thing, somebody's though. gonna buy something for so much. It's just how markets work. That's you, every well, scalper in the world right now. Everybody knows how the scalpers have been treated. Right. Consoles. But Ubisoft isn't the worth that. That's the thing. Nobody's asking for Ubisoft. Too, especially after seeing Activision yeah. Blizzard go for nearly seventy billion dollars. It's craziness and it's hard to it's hard to just span the entire reach of this it really is and, and like i've said too like i'm sure i forgot stuff i'm sure i'm going to bring stuff up and i cannot wait to see what people comment about this because i'm sure it's going to be something that people have been it's on everybody's mind. i i do want to yeah. say though uh and i had accidentally muted myself while you were saying this but uh huh? the the fact the thing is, though, is with the scalpers and the thing, everybody wants the thing. Not everybody wants Ubisoft, and not the the problem is is that to sell to for Ubisoft to raise their price, they can only raise their price to what PlayStation isn't willing to pay. Like that's it. Like either like because because PlayStation only has so much. You've got. That, and that's the power of this. That's the power of this is we're not talking about scalpers here because scalpers have a market of millions of people trying to get consoles they can't get. So everybody wants them so they could drive that price up. Ubisoft has two people and one of them has all the money and the other one doesn't. So Ubisoft has to, has to come to a price that's like, well, because Microsoft knows like if you want to sell for the highest value, you have to sell to us. Because we can spend more on you, and we know exactly how much Sony's willing to pay, so here's what we're willing to pay you, and that's that. So they can't, I mean, sure, I'm sure the price went up via negotiations, but it can still only go as high as Sony is willing to pay, and Sony's not willing to pay anything. 
Like their acquisitions have been small in scope compared to Microsoft. Yeah, and you know when you think more on like this deal as a whole too, and how much they're sp- they're spending that seventy billion dollars. Mm-hmm. You know they need to make sure they're getting a return on that investment. So as much as it would be great for us to have, you know, Call of Duty and everything else go multi-platform still, it's just under the Microsoft banner. They're going to want to get their $70 billion worth. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, So if mm -hmm. they can get that back in Game Pass subscription, let's say kick the price up $5 uh, a month for everybody, and they're already going to be getting more subscribers from this anyways... Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what type of numbers Game Pass pulls, but three years they could, you know, make that money back. Yep. Between between yeah. everything else. That's so, how they're I doing mean, it. They're gonna they're gonna make all this money back, or at least a good portion of it back, and then they're gonna go out and buy another company next year. Or they're already in the works to close one for next year. Like I don't know. I don't know. We got to move on. We got to get into I was going to say, I, I was getting uh, to the point. It's like, can I just not be sad anymore? Because I don't want to be sad anymore. <laughs> I don't. I, uh, Zach and I were talking a little bit about this. Like, I have simultaneously been, like, chomping at the bit to talk about this. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I've been not looking forward to this conversation. Because right. it's one of those ones where... I mean, yeah, there's like one positive out of all of it. I mean, but it is not. It's it's, it's one positive. Good. It's it's a tiny light in a dark, dark, gaping anus of a chasm. Right. the The fact is, is that this kind of thing is not good for gamers. Like, no matter who you are, because if you're if you're a PlayStation gamer, you're losing access to games that you want to play. And that's not right. And if you are an Xbox gamer, you are going to end up paying more for this because they're becoming the only place you can go to play games. So they're going to know that they can charge you more. Like, it's just that simple. So you, you have this, like, terrible... Like, it's not good to not have competition. And PlayStation ceased to be a competition the minute this was announced. I, I'm sorry, it did. And, like, sure, you can make any... Uh, um. You can make any point you want at me, but unless Microsoft really fucks up, like, I mean, goes to Vegas and loses it all, like, they've won. They have all the companies, and they have enough money to buy all the companies, and if this is their strategy, then it's over. Sony does not have the money to compare to this. So, like, if if Xbox wants to just go through and buy all the companies, the only thing they have to worry about is monopoly laws. And let's face it, laws can be get circumvented with... You guessed it, money. money. I mean, we live in a capitalist society. If you have money, you get to do stuff, period. And they have all the money, so they're going to get to do whatever the fuck they want. So anybody thinking that the government's going to step in, I would like to point out all of the things that have been done so far for Activision. Zero. Zero things. Like, it's that simple, guys. It's This isn't good for gaming. The, all this does, it, you know, the only thing this is good for is PC people are still they still got Steam which is great and they still got Game Pass which is going to be better and they're not really going to be stuck too heavily in the ecosystem of that next year Microsoft buys Steam turns it into Super Game Pass it's possible they could do that i mean nothing is off the table for them and and we all need to realize that we all need to just like 
hold our breath because whatever they want to do, they can do. I, I can't stress that enough. Like it, I don't have to be a financial analyst to see after this that whatever they want to do, they're going to do. And if they want to own every fucking game company in the world, they're going to own every game company in the world. And there's nothing we can do about it. I wouldn't be surprised if they bought Nintendo. I'm, I'm done being surprised. Happen. I don't think go ahead, that say that. Why don't you go ahead and look up Nintendo's net, net Nintendo's net worth versus Xboxes? Because I'm going to tell you right now, I don't I mean, care how I'm much sure. honor, I don't care how how much honor, how much like uh, we have built this company and we love it. I don't care how much of that is in their face. There is a price tag, and if Microsoft is willing to pay it, Nintendo will fork it over. We all need to get we all need to get in understanding that this world as depressing as it is is run by the almighty dollar at least in america and if and if xbox wants to buy nintendo they will buy nintendo they have one they what two point something trillion dollars you said they can buy everything uh, buy the fucking yeah. planet if they want with that much money they if they want nintendo they're gonna buy nintendo if they want playstation they'll buy playstation and i'll tell you why because Sony PlayStation is owned by Sony, the parent company, which likes the money that comes in, but they have a price too. They have a price, okay? Like everybody in this industry has a price, and all the money is in Microsoft's pockets. The world is theirs, guys. The world is theirs. To answer your question, uh, the valuation of Nintendo, it's uh, it's in yen, so I had to do a Google <laughs> again because <laughs> so, I don't – I, I, I extra don't do math as it is, but uh, <laughs> the uh, the rough estimate is uh, 61.5 billion dollars for Nintendo. Okay, that's a really good that's a really good price. Really good 61 61 billion dollars. Man, I wonder if Microsoft could spend 61 billion dollars on a company. Oh, wait, mm-hmm. they just spent 70 on one. You know what I mean? You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. Like, Microsoft can do whatever they want. And if this is really their strategy, I I mean, the world is literally their oyster, and that sucks for gaming. It does. So here's a wild thing, though, that I've just noticed. All right, uh, make it quick, because we got to go to odds and ends. <laughs> uh, just basically basically across the board, we were talking about this. When we're, uh, we're talking about, like, revenue and everything uh-huh. compared to the other ones. Uh, so... The uh, the revenue of Sony compared to Microsoft compared to the size of their market cap, uh, Sony's Sony's uh, revenue where to go? There it is. Sony's revenue they're looking at about eighty one billion dollars for its one uh, hundred and forty three billion dollar market cap, whereas okay. Microsoft for its revenue it's looking at. billion for its $2.22 trillion market cap. (laughs) So, I mean, (laughs) at the same time, Microsoft is a bigger company and it can do more, but like its overall income in revenue, it's it's a little bit different compared to the size of the company. So, I mean, that's something to keep in mind. That's true. I think that's something, though, that lends more credence to the statement that I was making earlier about like the financial health compared to the two companies. But like, I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. You, you did have a good point there, but again, 
when you're talking big business, these companies aren't necessarily looking at what they've already made. They're going to point out to any investor or anybody that they need to point out to everything that's about to come out. Yeah, exactly. Like they own, they own video games now. So like, I mean, how much do you think they're going to make this year alone on all the fucking games that come out? You know, I mean, obviously not Activision yet, but, but before Activision, just think of all the fucking exclusives that are coming out this year for them. That triple that next year, you know? Yeah. So I, I don't know. We're we're in that situation where I think that like, I mean, you, you buckle up because I don't think they're done with anything at this point. I take back my my prediction. I don't think they're done. I think I think we're gonna see Ubisoft go to them next, and then possibly take two, and then when that happens, guys, there is no Sony anymore. There is no PlayStation anymore. It's just isn't. If Take Two is with them, like, call a day, call a day, man, call a day. All right, let's let's go to odds and ends. What do you say? Yeah, I was gonna say I am intentionally just keeping my mouth shut so <laughs> we can actually move on. <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Uh, all right, we will go to odds and ends, and we'll be right back. Horrible gaming podcast. All right, so that brings us to our final segment, odds and ends. Uh, these are smaller news stories that we collect over the course of the week that we want to share with you guys that don't necessarily deserve a talking point. Obviously, the news has been pretty much dominated by what we just talked about, but there were a couple that I had. I've got three. Neil's only got the one, so we're going to just let Neil get his out of the way. Uh, so take it away, Neil. All right, well, after having been announced in 2018, industry insider Tom Henderson stated on Twitter that according to his sources at EA, Dragon Age 4 absolutely 100% will not be launching in 2022. (laughs) Uh, Fellow industry insider Jeff Grubb as well stated in a separate report that summer 2023 is more likely but not even a solid window. (laughs) Remember this game was announced in 2018. It's never coming out. 2018, it is now the year of our Lord 2022. (laughs) We are talking about a game that may not even be done possibly until 2023. It's never what coming out. What is happening? What it's is never, it's never coming and, out. I don't believe I, it's coming out. I'm sure it's going to come out. It's going to be another one of those nightmare things where it's like seven years later that it's like, hey, guys, it's finally coming. And they're going to pull a Final Fantasy 15 and like have a whole ass event where they, you know, make a big deal about it coming out and all this other stuff to celebrate the legacy of it. And oops, by the way, one more delay and it's going to come out and be okay, but not <laughs> worth a 70, 10, 27 year wait. However yeah. long it comes out. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like at least over the past few years, companies have been getting a little bit better with this, not like fixing the problem as we've right. talked about many times. They've before. definitely gotten better. I'll, They've gotten I'll, better I'll that, acquiesce to that. Than, you know, at, at least when they give us the announcement, there's at least a uh, window-ish or something. And if they do make that announcement just saying that it's in development, we don't hear anything else for at least like two, three years or something to where they're ready to show something physically off. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've only gotten light teasers for it. There was the initial announcement trailer, and it's been just like dumb crap that mm-hmm. they've you know announced. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe uh, Microsoft should just buy Bioware and 
say fuck it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, yeah, exactly. This is by EA. Fuck it. Fuck yeah. It. Just by EA at this point. Yeah. Could totally happen. Yeah, that's all I got. I tried. Right. I, I I honestly tried to find stuff, <laughs> and I'm just so overwhelmed by yeah. this entire news no. cycle this past week. I I'm like, I one. can't. I can't. It was a good one. It was a good one. I liked it, Neil. I liked it. Uh, all right. So my first one is a super interesting one, and I haven't actually finished watching the video, which I really want to watch. It's up on IGN right now, uh, and it's one of those IGN investigates. It's about like 20 to 30 minutes, and it uh, it's a crazy story where Kalishnikov and if you don't know because you're not a gun person, which I totally understand. Not everybody's gun people, but Kalishnikov is the company in Russia, the biggest gun company in Russia. They make the AK-47, like because AK stands for like Alexander Kalishnikov 47. Like that's where that company comes from. They are the Kalishnikovs are like Russians' biggest firearm developers. It would be like our Smith and Wesson. Like that's what they are. They have apparently ripped off video game company a video game company twice to make v- guns literally based on fictional guns and the story is up on IGN it's super interesting because this game company is a smaller game company uh, so I, d- I don't actually remember which game company but they are suing the gun the gun developers for doing this because basically they had talked to the gun developers about the gun just to make sure their in-game science was right and the people at Kalishnikov just decided to make the real life gun and sell it as their own (laughs) so that's not cool no it's not but it's a crazy story it's absolutely crazy story it is a fictional it's like two fictional guns that literally Kalishnikov which is the biggest gun developer in Russia ripped off for real life guns that's crazy to me that's absolutely crazy to me. That would be like them being like, there's needlers now. <laughs> oh, we, man. We made me. them. <laughs> I don't want real needlers, man. That's that's not a shooting I want to take part of. Man, um, fear the pink mist. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, But isn't that crazy, though? I, I saw that today, and I was like, I, I want to watch the whole video, but I just think that's one of the most interesting stories I've ever seen. It is absolutely crazy. Um, okay, so next one, next one, next one, next one. Let's see here. Oh, oh, okay, this one. PUBG, oh. <laughs> PUBG is added again with the lawsuits. They are suing. Uh, I heard about this one. Yeah. They are suing the mobile game Free Fire, Apple, and YouTube uh, f- for copyright infringement. So PUBG, <laughs> PUBG, Players Unknown's Battlegrounds. Uh, which they like to claim is the original Battle Royale, which it's not. It, it is really not. isn't. Uh, but they like to sue other companies that come out with Battle Royales. They try. They famously tried to sue Fortnite and failed, if I recall correctly. Now they are suing Free Fire, but they're not even just suing Free Fire, which is, in fairness, Free Fire is a mobile game that is very much like PUBG. It is like like the, the aesthetic is very similar. That being said, it's a modern-day battle royale. It's going to kind of look like PUBG. It just is. Um, But they're suing not just Free Fire, but they're also suing Apple for putting Free Fire up, even though they've requested Apple take it down because it's in copyright infringement. And they're suing YouTube for allowing videos of Free Fire to be posted because it violates their copyright of 
their game. That's insane. PUBG, stop, man. First of all, you ripped your ideas off of Battle Royale, the movie, and other games. There were other Battle Royale games before you. Like, <laughs> why are you, like, what, you are not the kings of Battle Royale. Like, it's just not the way it works. Like, yours was the first one to be popular. Sure, we'll give you that. Other people are going to make it. It is a genre, not an IP. Okay? Just is. I don't know. What do you, do you have anything to add to that? Uh, yeah, I don't. I think that it's one of those things that it's kind of in its death throes. Because we've mentioned, we've talked about this before. Just because you're the first doesn't mean you're the best. Right. Right. And that's the thing is everybody else is coming along now. Like being the first one of something like that sucks because you get your name in history, but that's about it. So like, I yeah, mean, the first I don't know if I'd really... say that they've made money well, no. hand over fist well, with this yeah, thing. But what I'm, what I'm saying overall at this point, they did make money hand over fist, mm -hmm. but they don't anymore because everybody else has come in now and done it a different way slash better. So nobody, I mean, not that nobody wants to play PUBG, but like there are a lot of other alternatives out there. So they're the ones that really brought the genre to the forefront. They didn't, of course, invent it, like you said, but they were right. the ones who brought it in the gaming format that yeah. made it popular. Yeah. And now everybody else is doing it. So now, you know, nobody's really paying attention to them. And I think it's to the point that, you know, revenue is slowing down. They're not able to keep up with stuff, right. you know. Right. And it's just one of those things that they are trying to do everything that they can to keep their head above water. And I think eventually at some point within maybe the next year or two, they'll just completely go under and it, you it know, just be a thing. That's not a thing anymore. They should have just started working on a PUBG too. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, like yeah. modernized PUBG. I, I think that's what they should have done. They should have doubled back and been like, all right, we're going to stop regularly updating PUBG and we're going to move to something new, something fresher. You know, every one of these things has to reinvent themselves eventually. Every games yeah. as service does have a cap. It just does. Like there are, don't get me wrong, there's definitely some games as services out there that are still going and have been going forever. Warframe being one of them. That game is over 10 years old. But yeah, like, but the thing is, is Warframe has never lost a ton of people. They've always done what they needed to do, and they've always added new content to the game where they needed it. Whereas PUBG has gotten kind of stagnant. They don't, like, they've added new maps, but other than that, like, they haven't really updated their stuff to really compete with some of these other battle royales and some of the interesting ideas that they present and bring forth to the market. Plus, I mean, I, I think that, like, if they had maybe stepped back, just taken time to completely redo it, maybe, maybe instead of being so. Uh, 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 stubborn on them being the best and the others sucking, uh, and really take some ideas from the other ones. They might have, they might still, you know, be able to do something. But I, I think you're right. I think they are hurting. They did just go free to play, and this is kind of a desperate thing. And I, still, nonetheless, stop suing people. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. not the way to do it. It just makes you look bad. You've already done this and lost. Like cut it out. You don't own battle royales. You can't own a genre. All right. Well, to be fair, to their point, I, I did hear about the story. Like, they're doing stuff to the point that, like, you know, you have a frying pan as, like, a, one of your main melee weapons. Like, oh, okay. yeah. Like, yeah. that sort of stuff. I, I get that. But at the same time, 
the amount of crap like this, just like the copycat games that exist in all places. Right. For every single one of them that you see, there's like seven that you don't. They're like right. spiders. They're everywhere. And I haven't played Free Fall on mobile. I have played PUBG on mobile before. It's it's a pretty good experience. Um, but it's possible Free Fire does it better. You know what I mean? So yeah. like maybe that's why they're getting people. Maybe worry about your game instead of worry about suing people for frying pans being in the game uh, right. final odds and ends i thought this was really funny because i think last week you either one of your odds and ends or something or in somewhere you talked about ces yeah and you talked about them announcing the 3090s and all that oh jesus guess what neil they're delayed <laughs> so ces me, isn't uh... even cold and they've already so delayed. Let me, let me parse this out in real time. So <laughs> the thing that they announced that we didn't really even have a solid release date for <laughs> right. that we're not going to be able to get anyways <laughs> right. has yep. been delayed. Yep. Yes, sir. Wow. That is never. correct. I, I never. <laughs> I never. Oh, my goodness. Well, how far behind is it, too, if you didn't even really have a release date and you're already saying it's delayed. <laughs> like, yeah, like, is it just an idea in somebody's mind? <laughs> like what's happening there? But yeah, they <laughs> are already woke delayed. Up in a cold sweat the night before. Oh fuck. Oh shit. We got to announce them. We got to announce the new cards and just like, that's it. That's the first time anyone, even like they had a dream. Anyone outside of that one single individual has heard anything at all about this thing. Like, at this point, I, just shut the fuck up, man. Yeah. Like, everybody, yeah. just shut the fuck up. We know we're not, you can't get consoles, you can't get graphics cards. Mm. It's still hard for people to get cars and refrigerators right. because this chip shortage is still going right. crazy. If it has a chip in it, don't talk about it. If, <laughs> if it's a bag of Lay's, don't talk about it. Right. It's a chip shortage. You just talk about You say chip. I don't care what you're talking about. Computer chip, chocolate chip, Chippendale, chip, chopped ham. I don't <laughs> care. Don't say chip don't say because chip. everybody's going to get mad at you. Everybody's going to get mad. Why are we and, even and doing CES? It's a trigger word at this point. Yeah. Why did we even do CES? Like, what was Why the point? Why did we even do CES? <laughs> yeah. It's fucking Half stupid. Half of the shit's just concept anyway. Did yep. you see the, the tri-fold Samsung phone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. You're never going to see that. <laughs> You're never going to see that. I work no. in a different industry now, and I work with those sort of folding devices. Let me tell you, they're not the greatest. <laughs> All right, well, that was my last odds and ends. Uh, so you want to go to plugs, wrap this thing up? motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, let's get out of here. Oh, I like this. Now, I'm usually the one ranting like that. That was some good stuff. That was some good role reversal right there. Uh, all right, let's, uh, let's go to plugs and wrap this sucker up. All right. Horrible Gaming Podcast. All right, so that brings us to the end of the show and the shameless self-promotion that comes with it. Neil, you start us off, buddy. All right, so we all know the usual, the Halo Infinite Road, which is still roading infinitely. Um, <laughs> but the end is in sight, as yeah. we've alluded to. I mean, it's still going to be a ways off, but 
the road will be coming to an end. Uh, but I do have another separate thing to plug. Uh, oh, okay. I mean, it was it was a live stream that we did. Yeah. Last week, which was a, a blasty blast. Yeah, we're definitely going to do another you. one of those. We I don't care about view to, counts. We're definitely going to do another one of those. Yeah, we have to do something like that again. Yeah, we literally fun. just... Uh, my wife and I and Zach all got into oh, firefighting on Halo Reach and just did stupid things. That I, is it, just stupid things. And it was, it was amazing. an absolute blast. Like you so said, like viewer count and everything, I could care less about viewer count. I didn't care. It, it did okay. You know, it, we've had crazy streams lately. Like our streams have been I've seen like yeah. 50s and 60s, and it didn't do that, but it did fine. It definitely did enough to, to warrant another one. I, can I tell you a little secret about that? Uh, since what? we're a little bit more ahead of time than I thought, I got yelled at for that stream. What? Uh, yeah, because I was I was too fucking loud. I've never oh, had that problem. No. I have never <laughs> I have never been too loud while playing games. Never. And, and I get loud, but I'm very conscious of it, and I'm very like, okay, my kid's asleep, my wife's asleep. Yeah, apparently my kid got up twice because of my loudness and Melissa oh, actually no. texted me halfway through the stream which if you'll notice if you're if you're watching very closely to that stream you'll notice when I suddenly get a lot quieter <laughs> it's because I got a very angry text like hey please stop yelling <laughs> you have woken up your daughter twice please stop oh, yeah no. that's how much fun that was so I we're definitely going to do that again I I truly enjoyed that please anybody out there go back and check it out I think we played for about two hours um, and I, I don't know what it is about you, me, and Kayla playing Firefight, but it is the perfect level of comedy. There is just, a per like, Kayla's flailing around and screaming, which is great. <laughs> You're, like, trying to hold it all together. I'm being a psychopath with a sniper rifle. It is, I, I don't know. There was just, that stream was magical. Magical, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, it was absolutely a fantastic time. And like you said, we got to do it again. And I'm sure Kayla would absolutely be down for that. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And and people seem to love our streams, man. Our streams have been off the chart on YouTube lately. Like, and The one that's really crazy for me is I switched to Skyrim for my lunch stream. And like, I didn't yeah. think I was going to get anything because that game's so old. I was just doing it to, to break it up because I had done six straight games of State of Decay 2. And I was like, I want to change it up. Those streams have just been destroying on view count. And I'm like, all right, they want to see Skyrim, I guess. I don't know what to do here. Um, but um, as far as me for plugs, I do want to say, uh, I want to say this Thursday, but I can't make that promise. Uh, soon, we're going to be doing another 330 with Phil Billy. We're going to do Wildermyth, which I'm really excited about. And we're counting down right now. We don't have the exact date, but one of these Sundays, and, and I hope, Neil... If you're not working, you will be able to be present for this, this stream. But uh, we are going to stream the 100th episode of Prelude to Divorce, myself and my wife. We're actually going to stream it. We're going to play the Ooh. Game of Life 2. It's going to be a lot of fun. Anybody out there who has the, the, the Game, game of, of Life 2? Like yeah. sequel to the board game? Yeah, it's a video game, and it's amazing, what? man. Yeah, it's it's got like enhanced rules, and it's it's a lot of fun. I've... I really like it. Our last, the last two episodes and the episode coming out, we did the Game of Life 2. And, and it was her favorite board game as a kid. And we just decided this would be perfect to stream because it's a board game. So we'll be able to talk to people and stuff like that. Uh, and anybody out there, I think it's like anywhere between $5 and $15. I can't remember how much. But if you own the Game of Life 2 on Steam, we will play the Game of Life 2 with you 
on stream. Just saying. So if you want to get involved, we'd love to, we'd love that too. We would love to get involved with you guys. But we're probably going to be playing that, and it's going to be a stream. It's going to be at the normal Sunday time. It'll be probably a little bit later in the day. They usually go up at 8, 8 a.m., probably be around noon or 1 that we do the stream itself. But, uh, but yeah, we're going to stream it, myself and my wife, and I am <laughs> absolutely excited. It will be my wife's first stream of anything ever anywhere. So please keep an eye out for that when it schedules. Um, other than that, guys, you can check out everything we have to offer. we got the Halo Infinite Roads. We've got some other Let's Plays. We've got the reviews that go up regularly. I review paparazzi for <laughs> as requested by Kayla. <laughs> uh, I, it was an interesting review. That goes up. That's already gone up if you're listening to this. And then, of course, OMGW is wrapping up. We're about to hit Immortality, our, finally, our big uh, Fortnite finale. So, all right. Other than that, guys, you can tell us if we're wrong or right in the comments below. You can also contact us on Facebook, at OldManGamingDH, on Twitter, at OldManGaming9. You can join our Discord. Link is in the description below. You can influence us in all of our shows from there. Uh, as usual, everybody, as long as you keep watching and listening, we'll keep making them. See you guys next time. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I just drained overall. And then, like, after all that crap, too, I heat up my food. Get out of the shower, heat up my food. I get a nice big bowl of chicken noodle <laughs> soup, homemade chicken noodle soup. Yeah. And uh, the dog was near my feet, and I noticed he had a big old clump of fur on his back. So I just leaned over with my bowl of soup and uh, pulled the <laughs> clump off, and he reared his head up. It shot. It launched. <laughs> chicken noodle soup everywhere all over me i literally just had to clean it up and get back in the shower i'm just like i i just want to not man <laughs> i just want to not with everything today it's always uh, we can always count on good pet hijinks with you <laughs> oh yeah